0: This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This the Short Talk Bulletin podcast is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the
1: Grand Lodge A.F. and A.M. of Minnesota. This is Brother Colin Britton bringing you Volume 90, Number 6, dated June of 2012, Hierarchy of Needs and Masonic Membership by Kevin B. Todd. Most Worshipful Brother Todd is currently serving as Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Ohio. Masonry is like a large rock in the middle of a river. It stays in one spot with the river moving around and sometimes over it. Masonry has grown to its maximum size in the 1950s and now slowly recedes with a few exceptions ever since. I have been asked more than a few times if I know why that happened. What did the Masons of the 1950s do differently than we do today to achieve those membership successes? What special programs did they offer to attract the quality of good men that joined in those days? The simple answer is, not much. As a matter of fact, there are many more programs available to the Masons of today than existed 60 years ago. Masonry in those days was truly the benefactor of the changing times. To further the analogy, the rock in the river did not move or get any larger but an island grew up around the rock in the middle of the river. In the time since then, the rock has eroded that island to the point where the rock in itself is in danger of erosion. What's the answer to this dilemma? Do we want to move masonry, the rock, out of the mainstream to the quiet backwater where it no longer is in danger of erosion? Do we harden and reinforce masonry to be able to resist the erosion? Perhaps the course of the river, society, may change on its own to avoid our rock and thereby avoid erosion. There is no single easy answer to this issue, but whatever else we do, we must begin to understand the nature of the situation. What is going on in society that is causing a decline in our membership of our fraternity? What is going on in the fraternity that affects the declines that we are feeling in our current environment. One thing is for sure, masonry is growing in areas outside of the traditional strongholds of our craft. Is the next big surge in Freemasonry going to be in Eastern Europe or in China? And to understand why that is happening, you need to see what is happening in those societies. To better understand your environment, you need to know about the five levels of needs known as Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Number one is the psychology needs. These include the most basic of needs that are vital to our survival, such as the need for water, air, food, and sleep. These needs are the most basic and instinctive needs because all other needs become secondary until these physiological needs are met. Number two is security needs. These needs include the need for safety and security. Security needs are important for survival, but are not as demanding as the physiological needs. These include the desire for steady employment, health insurance, safe neighborhoods, and shelter from the environment. Number three is social needs. These include the needs for belonging, love, and affection. Relationships such as friendship, romantic attachments, and families satisfy the need for companionship and acceptance, as does the involvement in social, community, or religious groups. Number four is esteem needs. After the first three have been satisfied, esteem needs become increasingly important. These include needs that reflect on self-esteem, personal worth, social recognition, and accomplishment. Number five is self-actualization needs. This is the highest level of the hierarchy needs. Self-actualization people are self-aware, concerned with personal growth, less concerned with the opinion of others, and interested in fulfilling their maximum potential. Do you recognize your own place or that of others in this hierarchy? You need to understand you can move up and down this hierarchy with a changing environment too. And you can be at more than one level on different aspects of your life. As the river, the society changes, you will find yourself and others with new and different needs. Just consider what happened in the middle of the 20th century to propel the Fraternity of Freemasons to the level of the membership that it achieved in the 1950s. Millions of good men were sent to war, for years, to secure the freedom of our world as we know it. Their human struggles in those difficult times pushed them down on their hierarchy to at least the second level, which is security needs, if not to the first level, physiological needs, for years at a time. They all came home to a world where they were at first 100% occupied with satisfying their security needs by getting employment and shelter. Once that was accomplished, they transitioned to the search to safety of their social needs. Do you recognize the fraternal aspects of a Masonic lodge here? It definitely fills the need for companionship and acceptance in a social or community setting, doesn't it? So what changed? Society, the river changed. In the 1960s, government social programs were instituted that provided the basic security that was so missing when those millions of good men came home in the 40s and 50s. Then other avenues were available to men to fulfill the needs for belonging and acceptance. Society was less accepting of groups fulfilling this need, and it was more into the individual satisfying this need. Perhaps you remember the dawning of the age of Aquarius, the age of communication, and the internet further advances change by providing a sense of belonging to something larger and avoided the perceived downfall associated with personal contact and individual interaction. So think about it for a moment. What exactly were you looking for when you joined your Masonic Lodge? Where did it fit into your hierarchy of needs? If you were an officer in your lodge or a district officer, why would you do that? How does that fit into your hierarchy of needs? When you joined your lodge, you were satisfying a social need. Then when you became an officer, did that move you up a step to a need of self-esteem? which is things that reflect on self-esteem and accomplishment? So what are you looking for next? Perhaps something that fulfills your need for personal growth and achieving your maximum potential. What can make it all work again? We as Masonic organizations need to position ourselves in that river, this society, to take the best advantage of the ebb and flow of this environment. We need to provide the resources for the good men looking to satisfy a need that will position them higher on the hierarchy of needs that they find themselves now. That is not simple or exclusive. We need to continue to attract good men to Freemasonry who find themselves at different levels on the hierarchy. We are working hard to develop leadership training and programs to help good men feed their esteem and self-actualization needs. That is all good. It is the right thing to do at this point. However, we need to do a better job of selling it. Reminding a good man that his grandfather was a Mason does establish a connection, but does nothing to create the desire, the need to join. We need to work at publicizing those Masonic virtues and programs that emphasize those things that create, increase our improved self-esteem, personal worth and social recognition and accomplishment. We need to maximize the exposure to our programs that concentrate on personal growth. If we continue to concentrate on programs whose purpose is to satisfy physiological and security needs, then we need only expect those men to join us for whom these things are a concern. And our society provides ways to satisfy those needs outside of Freemasonry anyway. One of the most common things said about men not joining Freemasonry is that they are too busy with their occupations, their families, their community activities. I submit to you, those are the very men We would attract if we position Freemasonry in the right place for them. They are not turned off by Freemasonry. We have just not pushed the right buttons for them yet. I am not saying we should give up on our programs that help meet the hierarchy needs of the security, safety, or social needs, but we do need to stress the higher benefits of being a Mason. We need to promote these aspects of Freemasonry that result in increased self-esteem and personal growth. The future will arrive without help or direction for many of us. But if we take our active part in the world around us, we can have a tremendous impact on what the future has in store for us and for our families. We need to accept responsibility for what we do today, our own futures, the futures of our families, the future of our communities, the future of our lodges, and the future of Freemasonry. The future of Freemasonry is up to you.
0: This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, and this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions, and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge af of Minnesota, who have been engaging and in inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of Brotherhood.